Hello everyone. Uh, welcome to Yelai, the place where you get your daily dose of inspiration for entrepreneurship. And today we have with us uh, East Dixit, who is the founder of PowerPlay, uh, which is a platform that helps construction project managers and contractors to track real-time progress on uh, their projects. Uh, hi, East. Welcome to Yelai. Hey, hi, Bria. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Uh, really excited for the conversation we're going to have. So uh, to start with, I would request you to introduce yourself uh, to our audience and tell us a bit about your background, as in where were you born and brought up, where did you study, and uh, what all things uh, happened, what all events that happened in your life that uh, inspired you or motivated you towards entrepreneurship. Sure, Priya. So I come from a small town in Madhya Pradesh called Gwalior. I was born and brought up there. Uh, since my childhood, I have always been interested in selling things to people. For when uh, my when my fellow classmates were doing school fair, uh, attending the school fair, I was trying to sell them lemonade because it was hot weather. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was I tried uh, selling people tickets to my own fair when I was seven, eight years old. So I was always interested in selling something. And then uh, then my parents told me that, boss, if you want to be ahead in your life, you have to go to IIT. You have to study like you can uh, join an IIT and all that. And that was that seemed like a challenge to me. I And I, I did not give a lot of thought to why should I do IIT. But uh, since my parents pushed me to it, I just did it. And I went to IIT Rudiki after my schooling. Uh, that was a very different experience because till my till my school days, I was the best in my in my class. Uh, I was the topper, not the topper, maybe top three most of the times. But when I went to IIT, everybody was the top three guy, right? Wow. So, so so all the people around me were as smart as me, and I, I suppose more smarter than me uh, mm. back then. So that raised the power of people I wanted to sit with really, really high. So I really enjoyed talking to smart people uh, when when I joined there. So I was involved in a lot of conversations. So I became very active in extracurriculars, um, elections, clubs, et cetera, et cetera. And I think in the four years of my IIT Roodkey education, I, yeah, I was obviously, I did good in grades. When I say good, eight on 10. But the extracurriculars really helped me understand how things work, how uh, people think they behave because I, I had to make teams, gather them for things, do something, achieve something. All of those things I really picked up in IIT Roodkey. And when I was graduating from IIT Roodkey, my a bunch of my seniors like uh, Razorpay founders, uh, they were doing something of their own. And I really liked that idea because for some reason, I did not want to do something and work work for someone else. I did not have that feeling that I would want to work for someone else. I wanted to always work for my own ideas, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And I really liked that some some seniors of mine are doing that, but I was not sure how to do it. So I started exploring, talking to people, how to do and how, how to actually start a company. I was very naive. I was placed as a software developer in Cardeco.com during my college placements. I joined that company, but I left that company in a month uh, to start my own startup that was back in 2015 
yeah, since then it has been a roller coaster ride. I started that company, uh, ran that for two years, failed miserably, very naive, uh, learned a lot of things, obviously, but failed miserably in the first attempt. Uh, then I joined another startup called Jumbo Tail. Uh, learned a lot of things about how to how to scale a startup from let's say some revenue to big revenues, mm-hmm. and I left left that startup again. So when I joined, I told the founder boss, "If I am here for more than two years, please fire me, because I want to start my own company. Uh, you you have to remind me, boss. Don't don't just sit here and do something on your own." Yeah, post that when I started up, power play, here we are. Obviously, there are nitty-gitties here, but this has been my journey till now. I have been, uh, every day, I love my, love what I do. I just uh, wake up happily, come to office. Got you. So, <laughs> so uh, if we can move back in time a little bit and tell us a little bit about your first venture where you spent about two years. What was the uh, idea? What was the idea? What was the hypothesis? And where did you fail? What was the you know um, uh, the mm. weak point which uh, made you to fail? So interesting question, by the way. So a lot of people have different versions of this answer. Uh, I have thought about it a lot. What could have been different so that I would have succeeded back then, right? The first thing I believe, there was a notion in my mind built by something that if I work hard, if I work for 12 hours a day for seven days a week, I will make it. This notion now is very dangerous in my opinion because this is the exact notion I had because see, when I cracked IIT, I knew what to work on, right? There was a curriculum, there was a syllabus and I knew if I work hard studying, I will get in. The direction was clear. But when you start a company, it is not clear. So you, it doesn't matter if you work 12 hours a day, if you work on the wrong thing, you might not end up succeeding. Mm-hmm. So I believe if I could have worked on the right things when I started up, I would have succeeded. Now let's come to those right things. What are these right things that I could have done? So broadly, I'm talking about spending my time on the right things. So right prioritization. Now, when it prioritizing on the right problems to solve. So when I started my first company, it was a B2B marketplace. It was like, I hope you have heard about Udan and complete that. It was like Udan, but for only apparel space. Mm -hmm. Uh, So there were manufacturers sitting in Surat, uh, Ludhiana, Jaipur, uh, Tirupur, who used to supply uh, apparels to retailers across India. So we used to manage we made this marketplace where 10,000 retailers used to transact with 250 or 300 suppliers on the platform. So the problem we were solving back then was discovery of products so that people can buy. Mm. Now, if someone would have told me that the problem you have picked is not a very big market, I'll tell you why. See, you know why wholesalers and distributors exist in this industry? Because they are the ones who block, who provide capital, block inventory, break the bulk and sell it to the retailers. Mm. For this, you need capital. You need to hold inventory. 
for capital to hold inventory and also capital to provide credit. Right. The problem in the industry was bigger in terms of working capital compared to discovery of new products. Mm -hmm. I did not choose the problem of solving for working capital. I chose to solve the problem for discovery. If I would have spent one more month mm -hmm. before fixating on the problem that I will solve this problem, spent more time with my users, I would have focused on the right problem and gone in the right direction and would have ended up succeeding. Right. So this is the number one thing I learned that whatever you work on needs to be right. And when I started up the second time, first six months, we just had a list of ideas that we thought could work. And we just iterated, checked with users if it will work or not. If it did not work, we rolled it back, changed the idea. We just made sure the problem we choose to work on is tested. There is big market for it. So that's one thing I would change. So this is interesting. Uh, tell us about what all ideas did you shortly? So when you were planning to build PowerPlay, what all ideas did you shortlist and on what basis did you reject them? And how did you arrive at PowerPlay? What was your uh, understanding or inclination towards the construction industry? Got it. So I really believe that you cannot be serious about a problem or you cannot even prioritize a problem if you have not faced that problem personally. Uh, because there's no empathy and you will not be able to uh, gauge the importance of it unless you, it's a business related problem. So, so when we made this list of ideas and or problems, these were all from personal experience of me and my co-founder Shubham. So ideas were like, have you ever got got down from a cab and you're not able to figure out where is the door that you need to go for example you don't know the last 20 meters where is the place you mm -hmm. have got down from the cab you know you have arrived but you don't know where to go that was one problem <laughs> another problem we picked was have you ever subscribed to a few subscriptions and if then you forgot and then they charged you because you subscribed that was the second problem so th all these problems were all some personal experiences small problems that we some somehow faced and we wanted to see if there are solutions for it if not then we'll build so all the problems came from these personal experiences my um, my father told me to give me a budget of five lakhs and asked me to renovate a few rooms in the house mm -hmm. boss Nothing happened in time. Nothing happened in budget. Uh, everything was so unorganized. That's why this problem came to the list. So this is how we got hold of the problems. Now, how did we prioritize what problem to solve? Right. Mm -hmm. And these are list of problems. The first thing we prioritized was how big is the market? Mm -hmm. Because uh, I think entrepreneurs are ambitious people, but when they are deep into something, they are also loyal people. So. I, I felt if I will dedicate my time and loyalty to a problem, mm -hmm. I should not later think that it's a small problem. Why am I stuck with it? It has to be a big thing because I am ambitious. I won't be happy if it's not big. The first thing I prioritized was how big can it be in the next 5-10 years? Second thing was how many players are doing it right now? Because the least if, 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 it's, if no one's doing it, then there is something really counterintuitive about this idea because why are people not solving it? There's something really big or difficult to solve and hard problems to solve 
are always lucrative if you can solve a really hard problem you will be able to do well in your startup because everybody else won't be able to solve that right. so these are two main things that we prioritized on and uh, to be very frank there was there was no one solving for construction management in india and the market is huge 600 billion dollars of construction happens so yeah and uh, by the way we converted our, our first customer based just on a figma design so uh, that was the number one sign that there's something here because the customer paid us money without a product that you solve my problem take the money just solve it for in the first 2 3 months so so that was again a deciding criteria to jump on in on this so uh, when you speak of customers who are these customers do you sell to institutions who are you know into organized construction or is it like you know all the uh, managers and contractors who are just you know building so how, how does it work so imagine construction any project you imagine right in the entire landscape of construction there are big players like builders big builders right mm. Um, so there is one breed of companies called builders then there is one breed of companies called contractors you must have heard contractors right mm. but contractors are of various types there are some type of contractors who take big projects and are generalized in their uh, work they will take entire work and they will then subcontract it to smaller contractors so the entire ecosystem is like builders general contractors and then specialized or subcontractors mm-hmm. so the, there is a hierarchy unsaid business hierarchy in the industry right now you can as a consumer you can hire a contractor to build your home mm. or you can buy your home directly from a builder right this is how the entire thing works now there are commercial people maybe maybe i want to uh, get an office building done so i might hire a contractor so the buyer of buyer of this entire industry can be a consumer business government anybody anybody can use their services mm-hmm. we serve to builders general contractors and subcontractors all three okay. so how do you how do you reach out to them how did you initially found your the the first customer you found um, maybe out of luck or, or something but how did you you know convert the next few customers i believe luck can be manifested can be manufactured uh, there is an interesting uh, um, talk on this where they talk about there are four kinds of luck the first one is very how do i say blind the, luck the luck that we talk about blind luck right but there are other kinds of luck where you can manufacture that luck so so uh, again Uh, short answer to your question is my network i started reaching out to every single alumni of iit who is in construction industry mm-hmm. and my first customer was was an alumni the second customer was an alumni the third customer was an alumni because they started speaking good things about me because there's a guy from our college really worked on the problem solving it really well you should try try the product i am using it second customer similarly third customer then outside my network or another referral right so like this we scale to five first five ten customers but i realized that as soon as i got out from my network mm. there was a mental block in the customer's mind before buying my product 
तो बिफोर टेलिंग यू दैट लेट मी एक्सप्लेन वॉट द प्रोडक्ट डस वेरी ब्रीफली इमेजिन देर आर मल्टीपल कंस्ट्रक्शन साइट्स यू आर द बिजनेस ओनर now your job is that i have taken all these projects to complete customer ko delivery i have to give mm-hmm. i am have to make sure in the budget and in the timeline these projects are finished now you want to do this but how will you do this some work you will every day some work has to happen for mm-hmm. that work labor has to come material has to come equipment has to be there right and you need to make sure all of this is happening mm-hmm. now presently today how this happens Is registers and WhatsApp groups. Mm. Now what happens is there are fifteen WhatsApp groups per project. Into five projects, so many WhatsApp groups, so many registers. Data exists in lot of silos. You cannot know what happened today if you are not behind your person in on the site. Blah blah blah. A lot of other things. PowerPlay simplifies this. PowerPlay says remove everything, get one app. and it's so easy to use that your site supervisor can just start using it and then you figure out you will be able to see whatever is there and then you can build on top of that data mm-hmm. you can do a lot of things on top of that data so this is what we do and we charge money for this software as a subscription model coming back to the question so now now as a business owner the owner used to think are yaar these site people will they use the product i don't know man because I I I think they are not very literate. I don't think they'll be able to use this. Right? Mm. They have this mental block because they already have judged judged them. And to be very frank, my first five customers, whenever I used to go on their sites, I used to see these site people using Instagram, YouTube. Mm. Right? They have a phone in the lunch break. They're using phone scrolling and all. I that is when I built strong conviction, boss. This is the contrarian opinion everybody has. Nobody is thinking that these people now have smartphones on their hands. and they will be able to use software if you made the right software easy to use software mm-hmm. and but this mental block was slowing was slowing us down because every if i visit 10 customers eight of them will think are yaar pata nahi hoga ki nahi i don't know if, if this will happen or not sorry for that so we there was a pivotal moment in august 2020 mm-hmm. we decided boss let's make a free app for these site people and let's make sure their problem get solved using the app so that whenever we reach to the owner we can say boss your team is already using it why do you buy the product mm. this worked really well this worked really really well so this is actually called a freemium uh, saas model uh, right. we later got <laughs> we did not know back then it's a freemium saas model but we thought this is this is how it's going to work and so that's when so even today i today i just met a potential customer who said uh, my team one one year ago started using our product but hmm. we have not released ios version yet i don't know what they are doing okay today when we release ios version he is buying the product so this bottom up motion really worked well and you won't believe uh, people used to think construction there is no software will be used hmm. we are changing motion we are digitalizing the construction So yeah, this is uh, this is how we scale the. So when we pivoted to this approach, we started on social media. We started talking about the product. Then we started digitally marketing the product to the site people, so that they start using it. And they used to send reports to their bosses from the app. They that used to have a watermark made by powered by PowerPlay and all that. That's how we grew. Got it. 
going after that aha moment again and again at the natural frequency that he goes to it with this minute tracking iterating for 2 years there's no other magic just making sure consistently improving 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 leads to this mm. so today our product is very similar to whatsapp plus register ka combo because that's the present options they have the learning curve will be very less if if we are similar to that but we must be better so we solve the problems that they face there the number one problem they face on whatsapp is all the messages are there i don't know what's happening i don't know whether brickwork is complete right in powerplay you can chat on brickwork you know it's complete or not right simple like small small improvements on the present so that they easily switch but they feel better so yeah so there's no other magic man this is just keep on doing this what were some of the biggest challenges that you you have faced along the way while building and growing this venture while building power play right yeah so the first thing i told you was owners used to think that site team will not use the product that was one of the biggest challenges because that was hindering the growth uh post that since we are very pro saying that we'll make a simple product right it we so our product today on the construction site there is some work that is being done to do that work you need material and labor mostly hmm. initially we just had work what is happening and we used to think this alone is enough to retain and make sure people are coming back again and again and since we wanted to make a simple product we did not want to introduce a lot of things mm-hmm. right uh it took us one year to decide whether we push labor and material to the product or not that was one of the second so because it's it, it, it would be very going away against the principles that we had and that's when we started when i realized i learned this thing that you need to figure out what minimum portion of customer's life problems you solve so that he retains you you don't need to think about how what minimum i can do so our customers needed three things to be solved simply and then you build the units on top of it in the paid product it's okay so yeah that was the second challenge the third challenge which we are solving right now is how to make sure the entire industry is on power play mm-hmm. because if we are saying it's easy to use if we are saying that it's free to start using then what stops people to everybody to be here right so i really believe that uh, software can just entirely eat the industry very quickly so we are figuring out how to do that got it so uh, here is my final question uh this so all these years of entrepreneurship uh, failures and success i am sure you would have learned a lot of lessons so what are some mm-hmm. of the top lessons or maybe the biggest lesson that you have learned in your entrepreneurial journey which we can take away and probably apply to our ventures if you want point by point answer i don't have it frankly but um, how much time do we have we have 5 minutes i think yeah So, who do you think wins in a fight? Uh, the crazy one or the smart one? I think uh, the crazy one wins. In the startup world, the crazy ones win. 
It's a very tricky question, man. I don't know. Uh, uh, I still think the crazy ones win because when there is you can't see anything, and you still believe to work on something, you must be crazy, right? right. But time has taught me that uh, maybe all along the smart ones win. Uh, so I don't know, man. So th- this is this is has been my journey. I was the craziest person you would have met in my fourth year, and I'm still. as crazy as it can be but i really have started valuing intellectual uh, thought process i really think that if you spend time and just figure out the right things to work on and then you be as crazy as you want mm-hmm. but just spend that time to figure out if you are going in the right direction it takes thought in chess you need to think about your moves 6 to 10 moves ahead of the other person right, right. that sort of strategic thinking nobody teaches us uh, other than games right nobody teaches us in school i right. think that's important i i have started feeling that uh, in the in my journey so uh, i i would i would i strongly recommend people to do intellectual discussions with people start asking curious questions why is this company there why what problem do they solve like if you just you, it's everywhere right you can start talking about any app pick up right. why is this work why are people using it those small curiosity questions will then open a plethora of more intellectual discussions and then internet is there to help you solve and get answers so so yeah this this debate is eternally happening with me in the last 6 years so yeah man uh the world tells us the crazy ones win and i believe in that but uh you must you must learn how to be smart when it's needed so <laughs> i i'm really sorry for the very abstract and confusing answer i hope you got it otherwise i'll try to give you few pointers maybe <laughs> no i think uh, this was uh, good enough and uh, we we got the summary of it uh uh so on this note we have come to the closure of the session um thanks for joining us is and it was a pleasure to have you on our platform thanks priya it was lovely interacting with you really liked uh, the questions thank, thank you, you.